0: To BlackCast124, you wanted the best. You got the best, BlackCast124. Joined, as always, by Agent Starling, at WillSterling underscore, on the Twitter. Yeah! Coltrane on Twitter, at ColtraneLeaks. Yep. Still keeping an eye on the followers. We'll give you an update next time. Captain EO on Twitter, at Jeff Duray. Say hello to the people, Captain EO.
1: Hello, the people. The
0: people. The people in a few moments we'll be joined by jason lee beckwith now he is the catman. he's the drummer from kissed alive who will be performing friday june 19th at st rock and hermosa beach talk a lot more about all those things to him with him to him at him near him all those words followed by him in a few moments but uh you know we had a uh we had a really serious conversation at the end of the last Black Cast, and there's a Free bunch Tom of, Brady. Exactly, that was the serious conversation. Tom Brady, Tom Brady Tom needs Brady. to be freed.
2: God, so no Brady, no Banner. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: whoa, somebody's having beers in the studio party, bro. Now you know,
1: I, I thought about it actually.
0: Yeah, well, you know, next time. We'll uh, maybe uh, have some beers and then Captain EO can go back to work. This time it was
1: sandwiches. Next time it will be beers. Yeah,
0: exactly. Liquid
3: sandwich. Liquid
0: sandwiches. So there's a lot of stuff that we didn't get to because uh, we had a mature, interesting conversation, possibly a black cast first. But uh, now we'll talk about something very important here. Agent Starling, I know this was a topic on another podcast that you do, which I will plug. The Geekscape podcast, which you can find yeah. out more, geekscape.net. That's correct. But we have to talk about this. Yeah. The Rock, mm-hmm. starring in a remake of Big Trouble in Little China. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. To paraphrase the mighty Thor, I say the nay to this movie, and I do not know that I need to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agent Starling, obviously you talked about it in a different form, but summarize your thoughts here on the Blackcast.
3: Oh, as you know, maybe some of the people know. Picture of Little China holds a very special place in my heart. Very
0: special place in your heart.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm cool if people want to remake Superman a million times. Sure. Scooby-Doo. Any Marvel movie. Yeah. I just threw Scooby-Doo out there to be like a curveball. Just didn't see that one. Come You're not Smurfs. <laughs> you know, if you want to make another Gem in the Holograms after this one comes out.
0: And I do, by the way. Right? I want to make one that's all about the misfits. Yeah. Maybe a crossover with Barbie and the Rockers.
3: Maybe uh, another transform. I don't care. However many times yeah. you re- You're Reboot, right. remake, sure. restart, anything. Whatever. Um, no remake of... That's the one. Big trouble. I don't we'll care ch- how many times... You could change the Bible for all I care. Whoa! You no. Know you could cut out all the parts with Paul and... Peter and Mary and whoever those people are. <laughs> Paul and Peter and Gene. Ace and Puff Gene. And Puff, exactly. Ace, you knew where Gene. I was
0: going. Yeah. Vinny. Vinny and Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. This is like, but this big is trouble, my, little China. Uh, it's like your movie. It's it's been done. It was done to the perfection for what that was going to be. Why? I, Why are you doing I'd, it? Again? I'd rather
3: than remake Escape from New York or make a third Escape from Sure. Movie. Escape
0: from Cleveland.
3: Yeah. You know, yeah, because who the doesn't want to get story.
0: <laughs> uh, we laughed. So yeah, but uh, what about you, gentlemen, in there? Any thoughts on a uh, Big Trouble in Little China remake? I don't see the need for it even remotely.
1: Nope. Just nope.
0: That's all you got? There's, I mean, cause... no, you shouldn't. You you shouldn't have no. to have more. Yeah, Coltrane, your thoughts? I
2: yeah, I don't know. I'm. I, you do smell do that kinda, the rock is cooking. So you want to say? I do wanna think see, I kind of yeah. want to see it. Like I'm okay. I I don't know. Kurt Russell was kind of like money in it, so it's very difficult. But I do kind of want to see what they're going to do with it. The only way
3: I mean, look, the thing that's really shitty about this is that I have to see it.
2: Yeah, (laughs)
0: it's true. I mean,
3: that's one of the worst parts. Are you going to feel pissed off as you are? Are you going to feel feel bad if it's like awesome? Um, No, I mean I'm always happy to eat my words. You know what I mean? If something, if I say something's gonna be crap, like I remember talking shit on the Lone Ranger before it came out because I love the Lone Ranger, right? Love what the Lone Ranger is really supposed to be, and uh, then that movie came out and I was like, ha ha! But I was like, I want to be proven wrong.
2: Yeah, I don't want to be right. So, so you were saying that you being fresh didn't is think wrong? I don't want to be and right. Now you think it's good? Wait, what? What? The Lone Ranger? You didn't think it was gonna be good? And now you? No, think I'm it's saying, good. I'm saying I wanted it to prove he, he me wanted
3: wrong, to, but it didn't. Yeah, I mean it was still well, okay, a piece good. of shit. Um, still the worst movie I've ever paid to see. Yeah, is it. there
1: a movie that you thought was gonna be shit and then you actually enjoyed it? I've been pleasant. I've been pleasantly
0: surprised by movies, but if I think a movie's gonna be shit, I'm not paying to see right. it. Right. Um. So I can't think of an example. But what do you, the Something BlackCast bad. listeners, think? And maybe Tweet it'll come us, to at me.
1: BlackCast Battle L. A. Battle. Oh, you yeah, liked that? I, you liked yeah. it? I enjoyed it. I, but I, I went in with such low yeah, expectations that I was able to enjoy what it was, which was just like, you know, some shit happening. <laughs> yeah. Look, there was just some shit going on, and part.
3: then
2: there
1: was some other shit
2: <laughs> If, if
3: the The only way it'll work is if The Rock is, like, all buff and jacked and stuff, and is an inept moron who can't do anything, and his sidekick is really the... That's the whole point of Big Trouble in Little China. It's the deconstruction of the, like, what if white his male action hero
0: is a reteaming with Mark Wahlberg?
3: But then he's still white.
0: It, I mean, I mean the, the Rock is—he's not the white. The Rock
3: he's Samoan and The Rock. What's his mix? And Mark
0: Wahlberg again in a movie. It's gonna make the movie better. It's not gonna make it better <laughs> than the
3: original Big Trouble in right, Little China. Right. Better than it
0: would be without Look, the two of them together. If James
3: Hong is not in it, come on, guys. Let's be real.
2: <laughs> what if? What if it's what's that? <laughs> and oh, Victor Ken, Wong is Ken already Wong. dead. Oh, Ken Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: I bet it'll be him. Is oh, yeah.
2: Now if now if that if they made that movie and <sighs> he turned out to be a badass <sighs> in it. And The Rock was sort of inept. Come on, that no, would be, no, that would Ken Jeong be would be the
3: bad guy. He would totally be Lil Pan.
2: Oh, I don't know. I could just—he's wow. not a.
3: You know, they'd have to get like, uh, like at the make it like the rundown. People have said, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Where The Rock is stupid, and that guy from Ninja Turtles Two, Ernie Reyes Jr., is a is a badass. Even Shouldn't if he's a bad guy.
0: all rock movies be more like Walking Tall? No. We just, if just has, has a big two-by-four.
3: If, if, if by that you mean have more Ashley Scott in them, then yes.
0: Uh, that clearly was- They should, they should all be like Doom. <laughs> yeah. Every, everything should more be like, like Doom. More car urban. Now, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I felt like we needed to address that, and we ran out of time uh, last week. Now, another thing we need to address, Jurassic World yeah. is mm-hmm. coming out this week, because coming. remember, it is this week- it is now a full week after the last episode It we is recording. now the
3: time that it will be when, when it people is
0: that are listening. time. Yeah, when it's the it, time, y'all. It is the current time. Yeah. When it, it'll be the Mars day and the
1: time. Do you know how pissed off people are going to be when they listen to this after that point in time? Yeah. They're like, that was last week. That, you was, guys are oh, that was a year ago. Yeah. Well, Matt and KC <laughs> will understand.
0: It, it's, it's this week. So Jurassic World mm-hmm. coming out this week. Yeah. A lot of excitement. Yeah. Who was less excited and is now becoming more excited? Coltrane? That
2: would be me. Tell us why. I I mean, like, I, I liked the first Jurassic Park. I didn't want, like, after that, I didn't really care. And this like this time I was just like, wow, another fucking remake. Great. But as I've seen some trailers for it, I, I'm starting to enjoy it more. And I just, Chris Pratt is becoming, like, one of my favorite actors right Love now. Love Chris Pratt. Hmm. I'm, I, I like his work. I think he's funny. So I think that this can actually work out and be pretty good.
0: You should see the uh, – if you've not seen the movie where he met his wife, Anna Faris, this movie that uh, – I don't know that Topher Grace directed it, but he was in it and he was on the Dennis Miller show to promote it. It was set in the 80s. And it was called Take Me Home Tonight. That's where they met yeah. each other? Yeah. They met on the set of that movie. I don't remember him in that movie. I don't remember Chris Brown in that movie. Either. It's, it's uh, Anna Faris's fiance. And they like tell the same story repeatedly. I knew who he was because by the time it got released, it didn't get released for a couple of years. Parks by the time it Wreck got released, he was on Parks yeah. and Rec. So I'm like, oh, he's the he's Andy from Parks and Rec. And uh, I just it's thought very he was
2: great as Scott. <laughs> From Moneyball. He was great in Moneyball. <laughs> yeah. I loved him in Moneyball. Anyway,
0: that's a, that's a little scene movie that I enjoyed very much so and I recommend to people. I just
3: love the fact that Tovergrass worked at Suncoast Video. That was like the best part. That was the best part. I spent part. a lot of time I spent Sun a Sun lot Coast.
0: of time and far too much money at Suncoast Video, yeah. buying videos, not DVDs. No, I, no, bought no, a lot
3: no I, bought, I bought a lot of Japanese anime on yeah, VHS. Yeah, well, I,
0: bought, I bought a lot of VHS. A lot of VHS snuff films, but that's for another time. <laughs> yeah. So Eight millimeter, anybody? It's It's coming out this week. And uh, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Who has plans to see it already? I put you all on the spot. Wow. Or could we have a blot outing? Let me guess. Captain, you got to work. A blotting? On a Thursday?
1: Till 10, but that's time enough
2: for
0: a... uh, Interesting. I mean, either way, I would be in. Okay. Coltrane's in. Now, I feel like Agent Starling has some... Thursday, June 11th.
3: Okay, here's the uh, thing, as though. As far as I know.
0: Okay. What's up, Captain? She'll
3: probably
1: be in for it, but uh, Mama Duray comes to town that day. Mama oh, Duray. come
2: on. She'd love it. You know what? No, she actually it, legit here, might come
1: with here's us. Here's the thing. Mama Black coming to town the next day. Whoa.
3: It's mm-hmm. clearly what? time.
0: It's yep. so, mom o'clock. Yup. And
3: Mama Blatt doesn't want to meet Bujenski, I assume.
0: No, uh, Mama Blatt is afraid of meeting Bujenski. But honestly, shouldn't the whole world be afraid of meeting Bujenski? All right, so we will have to finalize these plans and see if this happens. But
3: There I is a wife that has we, to be consulted. Mine as so well. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah, we, there's, so there's two wives. There's two wives, a mom and a Coltrane that all need to... Actually, Coltrane, you just said you're in. I mean, Coltrane's in Coltrane's no matter in. what. All right, no matter what. Boom. All right, we, I think we can make it work. So I mean, will... I'll
1: ditch my mom.
0: <laughs> no, you can bring you can bring mom. It's all right. Well, we'll figure it out. You you working until ten o'clock is a bigger obstacle than your mom being around. You know, some some of us, me, uh, go to bed very early, but that's all right. You know, I could make it work for the for the broadcast. You know, we need we need more stuff to talk about. Uh, one movie that we didn't get a chance to talk about, I believe, uh, Agent Starling, you enjoyed very much, Tomorrowland.
3: I have not seen it. So your my wife saw it without you. Yes, because so I was, out, talk about it I was in, out of town. I was out of
0: I was going to talk about it less in the sense that you didn't see it. Okay. So she really liked it. Yeah. Take just a quick moment to summarize how she posted about it and what happened. Um, you, know, you don't have to well, name any Well, my people. buddy Jonathan,
3: who's the host of Geekscape, yeah. saw it. And his, his review was, you know, I find most of my friends in my life who are positive people really enjoyed Tomorrowland. Yeah. And my friends who are negative assholes hated it. And I told her that before she went and saw it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, he was so right." So she posted on Facebook. She's like, "I don't usually like post about stuff like this, yeah. but I really enjoyed Tomorrowland, and I don't know, it's like really reminds me of you, the child inside you." And it was like, you know, it's heartwarming and cute. And she's like, "Thank you, Brad Bird. I really like the movie." Um, so that was her take on it.
0: And then there's a response that most of <laughs> us saw yeah. from someone who there, we won't name. Just a someone person. said,
3: you know, because I guess one of the themes is like there's two wolves in your life, the what, the, the the dark and the light, and yeah. which one wins is the one that you feed. And uh, so, so this one guy that I guess she's Facebook friends with, who I've had an argument with before, funny enough, a
0: Facebook argument or an in person argument? A Facebook argument. Okay, those are the worst. Yeah, they are the yeah. worst.
3: Um, Watch yourself, bro. I was recruited to that <laughs> argument, and uh, he goes, "So I guess I'm feeding." I he was like, "I was waiting for the negative um, reaction, but it never came." So I guess I'm feeding the wrong wolf. Yeah, and right. she was like, "So now," and Nicole then said. If so, then what are you going to do to change that? Yeah. Assuming that he didn't like the movie, right? That's how you could construe his comment. Was of like, course. oh, I guess I, if since I thought it, you were going to say it was shitty, yeah, because it was, then I must be feeding the red wolf. So she took it like that. So then his next comment was this weird, super long paragraph of like jumble, like shit. I was like, are you? drunk like it didn't make <laughs> it didn't make any sense and i uh, i wish i could pull it i mean maybe we can pull it up no it's all right but it's uh, yeah. but he was just like talking about up. like it's like usually when people post on facebook you know like uh, about personal stuff it's usually drama and it's gonna be like all this kind of stuff and it was like so my response was i said what like yeah I just no said, that was
0: that was my favorite part of the yeah. whole exchange was you're you know he has this really long thing and you're and you're like you know guy's name in, dude you dude what yeah and he's like will dude what as in like yeah why are you calling me out on this right and then so then he just goes b- i said i really... said no i was just
3: looking for clarification yeah. on what you said and then he basically just repeated exactly what he'd said and then all i said was just okay yeah because you know because it was one of those things where i was like this isn't even worth anything because i'm i think he's i honestly think he's crazy
0: and he hadn't seen the movie and i mean you knew so no one in this room has seen the movie either so we're not really talking oh wait, sorry did you see the movie
1: oh that's easy nothing anytime a person starts with i usually don't post stuff like this on facebook it almost always entails drama or some fashion of it so the change (laughs) is not mine to make it's a part of the social media culture to which i am not afraid to engage people have forgotten how to discuss and communicate another feature of the social machine and instead of uh, and instead now <laughs> if you don't agree with them right. you hate them or you're a hater or a troll <laughs> nothing so, uh, can be taken seriously <laughs> on social sites it's sadly all just emotions and bravado unless of course you conform and agree with the person's emotion as well.
0: Look, so and- like, what? I, what? So I went, exactly. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, what <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, that's why Will's like, he's not saying what the fuck, but he's basically saying what the fuck. Yeah. It's
3: like, dude, what the fuck are you talking what about? What did you just say? Yeah. Like, I don't understand... Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Do you understand the words
0: that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> so sorry. And he just always said the same thing, thing again. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh my and God. We just, he just had to move on from drunk. But that's the thing. It's like, you can't even go on Facebook and say, hey, I like this movie. And, you know, people always like to focus on what you they don't like. It's a psycho coming yeah. out of the woodwork and, to and, let and, you know and, that it's they're It's sort nuts. of what happens. He said now,
3: nothing about the movie. That's what's strange. Yeah. is on a status about Tomorrowland. You got to talking about the social media culture.
2: And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and by the way that's that's why I didn't respond at all to to Nicole's post cuz I'm just like I, did I miss something? No, I, I, I really it. felt like I like missed somebody something. somebody deleted yeah. a comment yeah. or something. It's yeah. 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 like no. one of those, like, nope. oh, somebody deleted a comment. Nope, started they're all there. there. Yeah, he,
0: yeah. Just, he was already, like, he'd already had, like, four was, parts like, of the conversation. He was, like, waiting to pick a fight. Yeah.
3: Like, that was an argument he'd been having that he didn't get to finish with somebody yeah. else. And he's like, ah, like, like, oh, the jerk store <laughs> thing. You know, that was his point that he was going to make, so he's like, I'm just going to paste it here. I mean,
1: maybe you guys don't have this problem, but 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 maybe you know where I'm coming from, Ken. What's that? You ever, you know, do some drugs, and then you start to have a conversation in your your head and then forget that it was all in your head and then say something out
2: to the world that was part that of that conversation of and conversation. everyone is
1: like what the fuck are you talking about and you're like why didn't that make sense to you guys I don't I yeah. simply don't I'm so happy
2: that you that you are sharing this right now because <laughs> this has happened to me on numerous occasions but I'm just like um oh I thought that was just me so okay I'm glad to know that someone else is in that boat no, it is. not that it I've ever done anything that, that would require that I'm no, just, but this is just more hypothetically hypothetical. yeah. yes yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I'm hy- <laughs> I
1: meant like love as a drug
0: well, so right, I, yeah, exactly. Kesha. Yes, Kesha. So I wanted to uh, transition about, uh, to a a different film that was released recently. My wife and I went to see the movie Aloha. Oh, directed by Cameron Crowe. Well, let me tell you about it. Uh, so I love Cameron Crowe. We both really like him a lot. I mean, first of all, this is the guy who wrote Fast Times, directed Jerry Maguire say anything there one of my go. personal favorites singles i even liked this movie elizabeth town which pretty much everyone hated now to be fair i didn't see we bought a zoo i forgot okay. about that movie i was talking about this to my wife she's like what about we bought a zoo i'm like oh, okay i forgot yeah. i just didn't
3: see I it i think everybody forgot
0: but about but in in my mind almost I, famous come on don't forget yeah, that almost famous is amazing <laughs> i was getting there give me a second <laughs> yeah almost famous is fantastic and you know my thinking was all right you know what i'm going to be the one who my wife and I, we're both going to be the ones who like Aloha. Mm -hmm. And then we went to see it. And this is the first movie that I've seen in ages where I can see what the problem is. It's really badly directed Hmm. by Cameron Crowe. He wrote it too. So there's that problem, but he got bad performances from good actors And you're just like, well, they're playing this part so wrong. And then their performances would be mismatched against each other. There's like scenes with Bradley Cooper and Rachel McAdams. I like both of them. They've both been good in plenty of stuff. It's like they were in two different scenes, but they happen to be on camera together. And there's just so many false notes in this movie. And it's it's completely unbelievable. And there's like a tone problem all the way across the board. And it was just really mishandled. And then there was also there was some outrage that uh, oh Emma Stone's character was originally written for an Asian woman. Well, her yeah, last but there was Ng. Well, yeah, but she's a quarter Hawaiian. I'm not making an excuse for this movie. I didn't, <laughs> like, by the way. But let me make the point. It's. Emma Stone's a movie star, so when you make a movie and a movie star is available, you're gonna put a movie star. But in you it.
3: change your fucking name, right? So she's well, not you could, sound but Asian. you know, it, there's a there's Does actually she need to, to be Asian. Yes, in the story? Actually,
0: she needs to be part Hawaiian for the sake of this. character. She couldn't look less this, Hawaiian. <laughs> she could not. Yeah, like one four hundredth, maybe. I agree so what with about that. Lucy Liu. Oh, so there's so she's the only she's Asian actress. Old. Yeah, she's a TV star. What about
1: what about? Yeah, name the other one. Go ahead.
3: Who who's, else is there? Who is a Hawaiian actress? Who's that Hawaiian actress that everybody likes? Who's that one? You know, who I'm Leigh. About. That's Oh one. wait,
2: different kind of movie. Bru- oh. Bruno oh.
3: Mars? <laughs> Punchy from the Hawaiian Punch Can? Um, you know who I'm talking
2: about. I don't know who you're Mila talking Kunis? about. Mila Kunis who's is in, very Hawaiian. Yeah, but she could get there away. With Devin yeah. Aoki. What? I have no Devin idea. Aoki.
3: Like Steve Aoki his sister oh there you go
0: see there you go but see then so the, this addresses the problem
3: of okay so you
0: replacing it so
3: that is the problem is that, that we need more Asian actors we well,
0: need more Asian actors more Hawaiian and, actors and you know this movie had look they knew there were a lot of problems with it and they're like alright well we gotta put some movie stars in it it
3: did not help I heard in, that anyway. they like had a ban on reviews until like a day before the movie came
0: well out. he actually went and spoke at the press review beforehand because it had been so badly reviewed and you know look I give I give him credit that he stands by his movie there's so many things wrong with it there's like a there's like a special effect sequence that takes place in space that's how what off this movie is yeah i'm not ruining anything i'm never gonna see it yeah exactly here's here's how you know the movie's not good bill murray is not particularly good in this movie
2: oh what
0: he's not bad he's still bill murray how's the rock in it uh the rock is actually not in the movie. what he's in
3: everything no
0: but i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you one thing I would sit through this movie again. Okay. Before I went to see one, The Lone Ranger. Oh yeah. And two, before I would see San Andreas. We
3: well, get on, it, the rest rock, of the country, on,
0: rest The rest of the, in it. We get it, the rest of the country, the rest of the world. I don't need to see it. I don't care that the rocks in it. It's it's like you know, if they do a version of the day after tomorrow set in your hometown, are you going to want to see it? I didn't need to see San Andreas. I still don't need to. Did see Did Roland Emmerich direct that? I don't know if he did, but it's a, it's an earthquake movie set in Southern California. Yeah, the rock's in it. Yeah, we can smell what the rock is cooking. I don't need to see it. What about you, Agent Sterling? You love the rock. Are you going to go see an earthquake movie when you live in an
3: earthquake prone city? Well, I, I guess the success of San Andreas is what's dictated the potential. Of uh, it's dictated trouble by what? The, it's dictated the potential mess yeah. up that big trouble may remake so maybe not I don't know I no not in the theater I have no yeah. interest I like the rock what a lot, about and but.
0: we'll finish up in a second because our guest will be with us uh, a, uh sorry I always want to call you Agent Eo now so you clearly <laughs> you clearly have gone to <laughs> been, secret agent school yeah, Captain Eo secret Captain.
2: agent yeah. man so uh,
0: do you want to see San Andreas living in a place that no. this earthquake can happen no. Coltrane your thoughts.
2: Uh, I just hope I am clearly on the other side of the country when this actually happens.
0: Yeah, but it won't. So they had a seismologist yeah.
2: review
3: it. It
1: She's can't
0: like, even Oh, happen. I heard about that. Yeah, there yeah. was a seismologist who reviewed it and talked yeah. about all the things that were wrong with yeah. it.
2: Anyway, I do right, not want to which everyone it. will say right up until there's another fucking earthquake. And then it was like, well, it didn't happen exactly She's like, like that. But you know what? I'm still not fucking because happy. Because
3: that means there's no friction Well, pulling it apart. So
0: the moral of the story is that no one here on the black cast wants to see San Andreas. But what we do all want to see nice transition me is Ding. we <laughs> thank you. We want to see the band Kissed Alive. They'll be performing Friday, june nineteenth at Saint Rock and Hermosa Beach, which is a great venue. I saw Skid Row there last summer. Also on the bill, a Scorpions tribute band called Hurricane. And get this an all female guns and roses tribute band called Paradise Kitty which adds up to a can't-miss evening. So make sure to find out more. Kissed, past tense, kissedalive.com. You can like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter, at Kissed Alive. And we're joined now by the Catman, the drummer from Kissed Alive, Jason Lee Beck with Jason. Welcome to the Blackcast.
4: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Thanks so much for uh, taking a few minutes to talk to us here. Uh, We really appreciate it. Absolutely.
4: Are you kidding me? I, uh... You know, being in drums and being in the back of the stage you don't always get the chance to talk to anybody so you know whenever they're locked up in the closet doing something I get out there and skin you know.
0: Well, that's why, that's why you have Beth and Black Diamond. You know, I mean, there's a reason that, uh, the Catman gets to take center stage sometimes. Now, talk about how this show is also an, uh, album release for, uh, an album that Kissed Alive are the only tribute act to appear on this CD, Rock and Roll All Night, a tribute to Kiss that'll be out, uh, this month from Versailles Records.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been in the work for, in the works for the better part of probably about six, seven months. Um, Maybe almost a year actually. When we first started talking to them, uh, you know, a, a, they specialize in stuff like this, putting out tribute records and things like that. And uh, features a lot of other uh, people, like you know, uh, from, the, from the '80s and things like that, uh, on the other tracks. And you know, I just got a hold of them. and I said, "You guys have a tribute band on there yet?" And they said, uh, "No." And I said, "Well, why not?"
0: Yeah, how how about us? So that's
4: let's uh, you know get one in there for the fans or something. And so you know they were cool and uh, they said come on board and we did and uh, we went in the studio, cut a great version of Deuce, even put in some fake live noise, you know fake crowd noise. (laughs) That always nice uh, tribute their first live album, you know.
0: And uh, any, uh, so the people in attendance at the St. Rock Show on June 19th, people can get a free CD by wearing the best Kiss makeup. Now, will you be giving bonus points to anyone who's willing to don the Vinnie Vincent Ankh Warrior
4: makeup? <laughs> you know what? I would probably give them two CDs. If somebody shows up as Vinnie, that would be great. Wow. You know, so oh. that, uh, we've been, uh, you know, we just got done with the Rock and Roll Marathon in, in San Diego on Sunday. Uh, but. We've done the Lost Day edition a couple times, and that's nice because unlike any of the other uh, marathons, you know, which are usually done
2: in the mornings,
4: uh, like very, very, about the time we're supposed to be going to bed, really. Uh, out in Vegas, they run during the evening on this trip. And uh, the last time we did it was two years ago uh, out in front of Bellagio, and we had a buddy of ours come out dressed up as, uh, as Vinny, and he joined us for a couple of songs. So we had Vinny, Ace, you know, <laughs> all wow. the whole thing. The... Uh, yeah. We even so, had another buddy of ours dressed up like uh, Eric Carr, rest in peace. Oh, and we had Eric Carr and, uh, and we had the fox and the, <laughs> the cat manager. See,
0: time. that's pretty amazing because, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, Eric Carr has passed on, but, you know, you couldn't get the actual four members of KISS on stage together but you really couldn't get them on stage.
4: The Rock and Roll Marathon. I mean, the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, that's what
0: I'm saying. So it's like, that was a great opportunity to see that, because not only can't you get the four members of KISS, but you definitely couldn't get any of them on stage with Vinnie Vincent. Or could you probably find Vinnie Vincent at this point? So uh,
4: he's hiding somewhere in Tennessee as I heard I don't know. He yeah, no, know that, there was the that hallway.
0: that that great Rolling Stone article. Well, I mean sad Rolling Stone article, but fascinating yeah. about yeah, you know, people just kind of wandering by his house to see if they could get him to come out. So uh yeah, and it's it's sort of it's such a like the and I'm joined uh, with my friend Will, who's here, uh, also a big Kiss fan. He and I both agree that we really like the Eric Carr makeup. We think that the Fox makeup's really cool. But the Ankh-Warrior makeup was always a little... Well, I don't know. What do you think of the Ankh-Warrior, Will? It just
3: looked like he like they had like a design that they laid out like on a piece of paper, and he just pushed it up against his face <laughs> and then peeled it off.
4: It like a you know, an oversized Cracker Jack decal. You, you put it on with a sponge, and it just kind of sits there until it rubs off.
0: Yeah, like right. the the old T-shirt iron-ons yes. that, uh, that I, I remember. I I got some from the Star Wars fan club that I made my mom iron onto a T-shirt. It looked terrible. But <laughs> it, it was like, oh, my God, now I have a Star Wars T-shirt that I made myself. Who knew how many more Star Wars T-shirts I'd buy over the next 30-plus years?
4: I got to say, my favorite era of costumes, you bring on the cage and all the fur on the shoulders and stuff. I like the the 80-81, the, the you know, with all the big like the purple cage. Those are
3: my favorite. I love those. Uh,
4: yeah those <laughs> the,
3: the dynasty stuff too yeah the,
4: the keep, yeah I keep threatening the guys we're going to disco next year man we're gonna oh, do it the, uh, the and tapes, man.
0: and then yeah and then you know you can go with the uh the the whole the whole elder look you know where the, the star child has to get like the haircut you yeah. know and then it's true i mean it's
3: do the phantom of the park look everybody wears a robe with <laughs> a hood
4: oh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> that, <laughs> Rip and destroyed <laughs>
3: <laughs> Right, exactly. You have to sing.
0: The... Uh, so there's a really important question we need to ask you, Jason. Does Kissed Alive, this two-part question, does Kissed Alive play Shandy, and are you planning to play a June 19th at St. Rock and Hermosa Beach? Shandy.
4: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, when it comes to throwing songs on the table, I uh, pride myself on the fact that there are no boundaries. We actually do cover it. Pretty much every era of the band. I mean, we play stuff, you know, like we'll, we'll go to like some of the Eric Carr stuff. We play some of the Eric Singer stuff, you know. We've done, uh, you know, stuff off sponsor and things like that. So uh, while there are no plans currently to play Shandy at St. Rock, I can tell you categorically that I'm not opposed to playing any good song that exists.
3: What I can we do? So can I'm we freak, slip?
4: where it comes to that, and I'll play them all.
3: What if I slip? uh your guys paul stanley like like 50 bucks <laughs>
4: well, i don't know you know what i mean uh, <laughs> <So, laughs> i've just
3: never we've never heard it live yeah we it, maybe
4: it, we'll have to we'll do a we'll definitely do a little uh acoustic version or something yeah that's true yeah or, you know uh,
0: maybe bust it out in sound check uh, you know it's a yeah, good way well, to...
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> why not
0: yeah well it, it's funny and we we talk we've we talk about Shandy a lot on the podcast because uh will and i we went last year when Kiss did the acoustic show at the san manuel uh, Casino you know it was a sort of a promotion for the l a kiss. There was a guy sitting there, like, and he just like yelled out "Shandy" so loud. I'm like, I don't know that anyone it has was... ever yelled "Shandy" that loud. We had never thought about it. I had until never that thought moment. about them performing it live. Australia, like... yeah, no, yeah. I know. It's a, and then, like, it's a, such a huge hit in Australia that I know they did it on a live four. But at the same time, you're like, what? That, and it's like it was a big guy who looks like he probably, you know, rode a motorcycle yeah, there and tell
4: him that they're not gonna play it. Are you gonna tell him I'm not no, gonna
0: play it? No. No, no, no. I was not gonna no, you know.
4: dude, you just missed it when you went to the bathroom. <laughs> they just played it, man.
0: That, that guy would have choked the life <laughs> out of me if I had told him, like, Oh yeah, you just missed Shandy, dude. Sorry, bro. But uh no, that you know, and look, it's it's funny because there's the songs that people who are fans of KISS really like and then there's the ones that you of course would have to play when you know you're out there doing a show and we're talking to jason lee beckwith who's the Catman from kissed alive they'll be performing friday june 19th at saint rock in hermosa beach uh kissed and follow them on facebook twitter at kissed alive for uh, more info now i understand that there were tickets available through one of those discount websites uh gold star, and that's how I found out about the show, but it actually sold out through that and there yeah, are still regular uh, yeah there's still regular tickets available though so uh people should definitely you shouldn't wait too long is what I'm trying to say you know'cause it,
4: yeah it, there's uh, there's definitely uh, uh the tickets are getting scooped up very fast, like you said the uh gold star promotions it sold out yesterday. And then uh, they've got a few left at the box office. I know that there's uh, a couple of party buses in work. So, you know, if anybody wants to go on uh, the website for Top Rock Entertainment or Lynn Nicholson, they'll see that she's uh, uh, she's trying to put together a party bus to come out of, uh, you know, Orange County area and stuff like that. So if people want to get on the bus and not have to drive and just really let loose, they can do that. Can wow. Rock out all the way there and back. <laughs> have fun and not worry.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's that's that's always a problem, you know. It's like because I I can party every day, but yeah, I can't rock and roll all night because I have to drive home. So if I was oh, on well, the know, party bus, March is on all
4: of us anyway. Sometimes <laughs> it takes me all night to do what I used to do all night anyway. Hey. Yeah. Well, uh, an old one. <laughs>
0: let's uh, talk about the uh, rest of the guys in the band uh, now. Randy Rowe is also been in the band as long as you, yeah, you're a founding yeah. member.
4: Andy Anthony Rowe, he's a bass man. He's, uh, he's the second guitar, new guitar player we've ever had. Uh, we I, I started the band probably about four or five years ago with original guitar player, John Douglas out of San Diego. And then uh, he played like the first four shows. I think our first show, the club show in San Diego, and the next three shows were uh, literally our third, fourth and fifth show. We were headlining down on Fremont street and. uh, in in Vegas, Uh, and then after that, our guitar player went back to the real world for a while, and we've had Randy ever since. Uh, His first show, we uh, threw out to El Paso for 1,200 crazy sections. Wow. It was uh, quite an event, quite a weekend, yeah. He's he's the one that's ever since, and I'll tell you, he's the most low-key guy in the band. You never have to worry about him. He's the first guy that's showing up to the gig, to the practice, and uh, he's the first guy to learn his stuff, so he keeps us on our toes.
0: Well, that's great. Now, I understand that uh, your star child, Vinny J, he and his wife do a lot of voiceover work. Uh, talk about oh, yeah, this, I Katie thought this was great. Lee. You told me this. Uh, we were writing back and forth on Facebook. Talk about some of the work that they've done.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they do uh, voiceover work, uh, you know, domestically and internationally. I mean, they do some stuff down in Brazil. And uh, his wife, Katie Lee, she's uh, been doing voiceover and uh you know like cartoon work and things like that for a lot of years she had a radio show i think it was called adventures in oddity uh what else um she was rolf on the muppet Baby.
0: that's the one i wanted to hear yeah rolf yeah, on the muppet Baby, yeah, you know, yeah. what a great uh, credit oh, that it's, is it's awesome.
4: yeah. yeah absolutely you know we've had a lot of fun you know um those guys are uh, you know benny's really cool to work with he's actually helped our vocals a lot because he's you know, like a scientist when it comes to, you know, noise coming out of the throat, for lack of a better term. Yeah. He's really kind of whipped us into shape as far as getting us all to sing harmonies and stuff. But, you know, unlike a lot of uh, tribute shows out there or any, you know, when you get into a big production show, I understand some tiny tracks and stuff. And, you know, far be it for me to throw stones in a glass house. When I go out and sing best, I have a backing track, because, you know, we're not bringing out a string section, you know?
1: Sure, but, yeah.
4: But uh, uh, by and large, like, our vocals, that's spot on. That's all us. We don't do, you know, we don't have any vocal tracks. and I know there's a lot of bands out there that sing to backing tracks. And, you know, if you're putting your your, your mouth up to a microphone, it ought to be your noise coming out. I don't, I don't. Yeah. You know, we don't cheat. So for better or for worse, we're singing our own harmonies, all that stuff. And a lot of that is credited to Vinny. because He's the one that got it so you know, sing like this. No, you you sing this part, not this part. Yeah.
0: No, that's great. And you know, it's never it's never an encouraging thing when you see a band and you see that they've got, you know, you can see their like laptop out there on stage and they're, you know, yeah. it's like piped through the sound system and they're like adding to it. So that's great. And when
4: you hear a big like 40 background singers <laughs> and with two guys on stage.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and let's uh let's uh, not leave out the uh, final member of the band. Uh, tell us about your demon. Well, I'll tell you what.
4: Uh, that's been, uh, um, uh, you know, we've we recently uh, underwent some changes in the lineup. Um, uh, we had a longtime guy uh, part ways with us, probably, I don't know, last uh, October, November-ish. And then uh, we had a guy that's worked with us for a while. Recently, um, uh, we've come across a guy named Stanley Burke out of uh, Orange County. And I'll tell you, this guy is probably... The go-to guys, for, for, I think, three or four really great secret actors. Too. the best-kept secret among um, musicians up here, you know. Um, I called him up. He had probably less than 48 hours to go over the set list first time he did a show with us. And we went up and just killed it. It was awesome. I go into the club, worry that day, you know, how's it going to go? And I'd show up, and he's already there sitting in the corner with his bass and some headphones on. I'm like, okay, this is going to be just fine. And, yeah. Uh, and... we've been having a good time playing with Sammy. I'll tell you what, we just did the Rock and Roll Marathon with him. We played for over three hours. And it uh, was yeah. a great, great time. He I wanted to ask there. how
0: that worked, playing at the Rock and Roll Marathon. So were you set up along the route, or was it at the end of yeah, it? And yeah, did I you just play the same three or four songs because people were only seeing I'll you in little you bursts?
4: You yeah, could man. I'll tell you, I've been doing uh, especially the San Diego one, for probably about twelve years in my various bands. Uh, like I had my cover, my my solo band, Jason Lee and who've done it for probably the ten years prior to Kiss Alive. And yeah, after the first year, it's a pretty big wake-up call. It's, you know, on the microphone, I'm like, San Diego, show me your hands, and like 2,000 pairs of hands go up all <laughs> at the same time right. in the street, you know, and then they run by, and like two minutes later. San Diego, show me your hand. And then another dude, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only one who knows the difference is the guys at the water station next door. So by the end of the day, they're really getting sick there in my voice, you know. But everyone else, none's the wiser. So, yeah. Well,
1: yeah no.
4: <laughs> you know, if you repeat a song or two, nobody's really going to know. So focus is really on keeping the energy up and really having fun and and spreading it, you know, honestly. Sure. And, and I mean that in, in the least cliched sense of it. Uh, these guys are really out there, you know. These men and women are out there really working hard. A lot of them are in like wheelchairs, or I've seen some of them on crutches and
2: oh, wow. you know, uh,
4: uh, leg braces and stuff. And they get out there and they do this. You know, uh, I, I saw a guy, you know, in, a, in a, uh, one of those wheelchairs where you pedal it with your hands because he had no feet, and he was oh, out there doing this marathon. I'm telling you, this thing is inspiring.
1: Yeah, uh, no. On the other
4: side of it, you've got the Elvis situation. Let me tell you about that. They do these rock and roll marathons in probably over a dozen or more cities. Uh, I think there's even some internationally now. And people like to dress up in costumes because they have a lot of fun, you know, at these events and stuff. It's more about fun and and raising awareness uh, for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is actually the charity that this all ties into. Um, And so... Everybody gets out there to have a good time. You see a lot of people dressing up in costume. And, and then over the years, the one that invariably shows up the most Elvis. You have the running Elvi. And I think there's actually a Guinness World Record of it now. Oh, based wow. On the fact that these guys have been doing this so long <laughs> in the Rock and Roll Marathon. So there's, you know, I, I, I'm not positive, but I believe that there's a Guinness World Record for most Elvis personages running a marathon. Wow. i seen was... it, <laughs> Well,
0: we're, we're going to have to... We'll look that up and find out what the record is, and uh, you know yeah. we'll post it on our Facebook. Uh, well, let me just tell everybody listening, we're talking to Jason from Kissed Alive. He's he's the cat man. They'll be performing Friday, June 19th, at St. Rock and Hermosa Beach, along with an all-female Guns N' Roses tribute, Paradise Kitty, and a Scorpions tribute called Hurricane. For more information, kissedalive.com and kissed alive on twitter uh so uh, give us a little bit about your background with kids when did you first become a fan and uh, how long ago was that for you jason
4: well you know what when i first started listening to rock and roll when i was about probably uh seven or eight i graduated from listening to my mom's records which was primarily stuff like uh, ray charles and Anything with a piano and you know Barry Manilow and stuff. I'm not ashamed.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, my, yeah, mom, just, my mom. My mom had a Barry, uh, Barry Manilow eight-track that uh, I heard. That that and John Denver. I felt like they were the o- there was the only music downstairs. John
4: Denver, yes. Yeah, country road <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I when I graduated from not just stealing my brother's record, um, it was quickly uh, Kiss, uh, who became my favorite band. And when we went into the uh, arts, graduated, and I was like 10 years old, and I got all of his records, you know, and he kind of passed them on to me. And he gave me a couple of these big, big tour books that they to get out in the old days for some of these kids that he went on. And I remember one day, we grew up in Niagara Falls, New York, and he went to see them in Buffalo with some of his friends, big side guys. I remember waking up, I have a memory as a little kid, waking up, and my brother was face down on the couch in the porch, and his friend was face down in the grass on the side of the house. <laughs> and I would know that they had come to the kids concert. So I'm like, this is crazy. What are they doing? What's going on?
0: Yeah, what goes on there that you come home
4: like that? that? Is, yeah. You know, this is not a great Charles <laughs> and What's going on I, so,
0: There's no know, country guys. road here, John Denver. No, no.
4: I, and so, you know, I got all his records and I started listening to and stuff and really getting into the band, and it just kind of latched on to me. It was all about fun. There really wasn't any pretense in it. You know, it's goofy, it's silly, costumes and stuff like that, but. Really, at the end of the day, it's really about enjoying yourself. It yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's really hard
0: to hear these songs and not have a smile on your face literally or just emotionally. It's like, I'm a lot happier. You know, I tend to listen to a lot of kiss songs when I'm at the gym because I hate being there so much. And it, it helps me enjoy it more. But it's funny that you're talking about stealing your brother's records because I think I'm a little bit younger than you, but my brother had, uh, Lick It Up and Animalize. And those were the ones right. that like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, there's a song called Burn, Bitch, Burn, and <laughs> yes, I, Lick It Up. I, I know.
4: "Animalize" was the first one that I ever bought with my own money. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm like, Lick It Up. I know what that means. That's <laughs> naughty. Yeah, I can't yeah, believe yeah, that yeah. that's in a song, you know? well
4: what can you say yeah Jean, he's got, got away with
0: words. but it's so funny though I because mean, it's like it's all about love really yeah.
4: at the end of the day I mean Caster is just a love song isn't it <laughs> it's a
0: very it's a very you know well yeah exactly I nothing mean,
4: to lose just yeah, about not, love th-
0: nothing to lose is all oh, about yeah, love no, definitely a
4: love song uh, <laughs> the funny
0: that's thing is and I've love. yeah I've talked about this on the podcast before my earliest memory of Kiss is actually when I was really little they were on this PBS show called 321 Contact and they were doing an episode about Light and it was about you know the, so the, I think it was during the dynasty tour. I only know because I've gone back and found it online. It's not like I knew what was going on at that point. And so I, I see
4: the I that.
0: yeah, and I I so I see these guys that are painted like that. I see this really scary guy with a lizard tongue who's breathing fire and spitting apple. I was scared shitless. I was so scared of Kiss. I I think it took them taking the makeup off for me to come around. Like, well, maybe I'll give it a listen now. And you know, then well, I got for a little a lot bit of old.
4: People, that was even scarier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Back back well, to Vinny. Vin- back
4: on, please. Ba- you know? Back to
0: Vinny Vincent. You know, as bad as the as bad as the Ankh Warrior makeup was, it was like, hey, how about the other guys just uh, take their makeup off? You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and. Take
3: and, off the Vinnie Vincent yeah. makeup, right? There's <laughs> another man under there.
0: Yeah, exactly. There better be the uh, and you know the. I had a friend in middle school who was a huge fan of the the earlier albums, and so I you know I taped his albums. And yes, I know I know Agent Starling. You're like Will. You're like, what do you mean taped?
3: No, I did that. No, I did of on. course.
0: But uh, my the second concert I ever saw was the. It was 25 years ago this month the hot in the shade tour. They played the orange County fair speedway in Middletown, New York. And it was amazing. And it's like one of their least successful tours ever, but uh, it was such a great show. And I was just like, Oh yeah. I, all right. I'm definitely, I'm definitely in at this point. And, uh, you know it's uh, stories that we've told before but since we're we're sharing uh, Will why don't you talk about when you first became a fan of KISS which is it, it's interesting yeah. Jason when you hear what yeah. it is that uh, made Will a fan of the yeah, band sorry, he's a little bit he's a little bit younger than
3: even me generational so, differences yeah. but uh, go ahead be
4: very afraid listeners <laughs> as a
3: kid I I kind of felt the same way I always assumed that they were some death metal group because they blew fire and there was all these lights and the makeup and yeah, I like, never heard the what, music
0: what guar actually sounds like yes. is what you thought Totally sounded like Sure And yeah. so my
3: dad I Was like classic rock But he never was a Kiss fan So I always had Creedence Clearwater Revival So I grew up with a lot of that and Doobie Brothers And uh, Boston And all that stuff Never had any Kiss influence So then Detroit Rock City Came out The movie um, And I saw that When I was like 13 And it was like the You know These kids going to Try try to get to the Kiss concert. Well, oh, yeah,
0: and you get so excited about them going to the Kiss
3: concert. Of right. course, you wanted to yeah. go too, right? Then, but that yeah. was the first time I heard the music really, and I was like, "What? Yeah, this, <laughs> wait a minute, this isn't death metal at all?" So then I was like, "Kiss is fucking awesome." <laughs> exactly. So I just so then I just devoured everything, and I had a buddy who had that at that point they'd just released that like black box five disc set or whatever it was, and he's like, "Yo, I'll oh, yeah. burn you a copy." So he made me copies of all to that stuff. plan and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, exactly.
0: It's 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 only slightly more affordable than the Kiss coffin.
3: Yes. So then that's that, and then it was snowball from there. So now I'm obviously a huge Kiss fan, but it definitely took took some getting going before I. We're talking made the discovery.
0: about Kiss for a few more minutes with Jason from Kissed Alive. They'll be performing Friday, June nineteenth, Saint Rock and Hermosa Beach, here in California. Kistalive.com on Twitter at Kistalive. Now, uh, before we let you go, Jason, I wanted to have you explain something that's posted on your Facebook page. Talk about how you got to meet Stan Lee.
4: Well, uh, we've been fortunate enough to do some appearances at conventions. I mean, you know, comic Cons and things like that. Uh, and he does his own called Stan Lee's comic Causes. And, oh, yeah, that's uh, here in
0: L.A., Kamikaze. I've yeah. actually never been, because I think they've only done it a few years, and it's always a time I'm like, oh, I can't get down there. But, uh, right. yeah.
4: A couple of our guys have gone to that, and uh, we've been fortunate enough to hook up with him uh, two years in a row. You know, and, and there's some photos out there on our website, uh, especially on our uh, Facebook uh, site, which is facebook.com slash kit Show. And they can see some of the photos. Like, he would take the photos. Write captions for him, you know, with the little balloon, that the comic right. caption balloon thing, where you put the words in, and then he would tweet them out on himself. Like, you know, people think I'm the one to make up here, you know, and <laughs> stuff like that. And he was, I, it's the coolest, most bizarre thing to to see Stan Lee uh, writing comics on base, using photos that we took with him. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. You never think things like this are going to happen. I mean, and we're just tribute shows. You know what I mean? And yeah, we been fortunate enough to, to really have some fun things happen to us along the way. I'm pretty
0: lucky. Yeah, no, and that's great. And you know, funny thing about Stan Lee, it's just you know, I always read Marvel comics, and he used to narrate Spider Man and his amazing friends, and working the on Kiss comic. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. and the Kiss comic with the with the blood, the blood. mixed in. Blood, and and uh, I. I got the opportunity, you know, working with Dennis Miller, the Dennis Miller Show. The first time that I booked Stan Lee, I left him a message and he called me back directly. And I heard that voice, you know, I answered it. And uh, he's like, he's like, is this Christian? I'm like, yeah. He's like, this is Stanley, and i i didn't say it, but I'm like, of course this is Stan Lee. <laughs> there wouldn't be anyone else on the planet. And I'm like, I got to talk to him. And you know, Dennis was nice enough; he let me ask him a question uh, one of the times that we had him on. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a uh, guy's ninety, and he's been doing this for this long. I. You're out there doing it. Yeah, I- exactly. I know you see his name and all the Marvel stuff. So uh, that's <laughs> great.
4: Superheroes, or something like that? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. He's he's always got something going on. Uh, so, one other thing I wanted to ask you about you sent me a link to something, and I assume they can find it either on your website or your Facebook page. I don't uh,
4: know what it is. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Talk about this video about the writing of Beth, which I thought was really funny, and uh, uh, explain it and make sure that you tell the listeners where they can find it.
4: Okay. Well, uh, a couple years ago, director named your name by the name of Brian Billows. Uh, put together this short film based on the lyrics to the song Beth by Kiss, you know, sung by Peter Criss, uh, the guy that I play in his tribute show. And uh, uh, it's not necessarily the quote-unquote historical version of exactly how the song came to be, but it's really reflective of the what what ended up being the lyrics of the song, the versions that everyone knows. And uh, it's just, it, it's kind of hilarious, you know, uh, they've, it's really set in the 70s, so you've got the old phones with the big spiral cords. You've got to set the phone down, go around the corner, pick up the phone again, people smoking their cigarettes in the house and stuff like that. But anyways, uh, I got a call from a guy that had played Paul Stanley in the early version of our band. He wasn't in Ben, he was in Las Vegas, but he was doing a gig back in L.A. I said, would uh, myself and... Uh, basically, it's time being this and going down and uh, being on this. And, uh, we, of course, you know, Hollywood, yeah, sure, whatever. So we get down there, and it turns out that's what it is. Well, they had, uh, you know, since Peter Chris was like the main star of the thing, they actually had like a real actor you know, playing Peter Chris. Uh, but a couple of the guys from my band were used in the, in the studio. And then they used my drum set because I've got it built up like one of Peter's old and stuff like that so because they're using my gear and stuff they were nice enough to find me something to do in the movie anyway even though they didn't need me uh, they you know, had me answer the phone in the beginning of the movie or whatever yeah uh, so, so it's called and, that it's, Yeah. Uh, produced by Brian Villos and they can find it uh, the easiest way is just go to, v- to Google and put in three words that's on Vimeo V-I-M-E-O that's on Vimeo
0: oh V-I-M-E-O yeah
4: yeah and uh yeah. And yeah. Is, no, and I thought awesome. it, I thought it was, that's it
0: was awesome. funny and it's, it's sort of a cute thing. And, uh, you know, the, the, uh, attention to detail and the production value, you know, the, the one end of the phone conversation, well, actually both ends of the phone conversation. I'm like, oh, this is like, it lo- you know, it looks like a movie, not like some, you know, YouTube video that somebody put out. Right. And, uh, well, uh, Jason, we're going to be rehearsing in
4: their studio. But, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you a real quick story about the day that we did that. They filmed in Sunset Gower Studios up in L.A., and a lot of history through there and stuff, and we were in their recording wing, right? And so I go in, and I'm I'm loading my drums to the studio room and trying to be careful, because there's all these gold records on the walls and stuff, you know? And I get to the studio room, and it's the same room that the Rat Pack did their records in, man. There's there's Frank Sinatra on one wall and Dean Martin on the other wall. I'm going down the hallway, and my elbow bumps something, and... I hear a picture frame fall and break on the floor, and I turn around and it was a cold record, and I'm thinking, oh no, it was terrible! I just now I'm that guy, right? And, well, it was in the corner, you know, back in the hallway where nobody sees. So I think it's probably not anything big or anything too important, right? I was beat it by Michael Jackson, one of the biggest songs of all time. <laughs> I, just I just broke it, so. Right. Uh. But, no, we had a
3: lot of fun. Well,
0: uh, we only have another uh, moment or so with you, Jason, and uh, I know uh, Will had a question for you,
3: so Will, go ahead. Yeah, what, uh, I mean, I know you guys probably play a lot of different stuff you know, and have over the years, but what are some of your favorite uh, songs or if you have a number one favorite Kiss song? Yeah,
0: to to both listen to and also to perform, whether it's it's one that you get to sing or not. Actually,
4: my favorite song that I've been jamming on lately is not one that I get to sing. Thing. It's one of our guitar player sings. Uh, shocked me because there's an instrumental jam at the end of that, right before we go into the solo, where uh, it's really, really cool. You know, I, mean, I don't, I don't care whether I sing the song. Yeah, it's just I love. And matter of fact, when we get to that part in the song, more often than not, I knock the microphone behind my hand so I'm free to just get into it. You know, right?
0: Yeah. No, I mean that's a that's a great one. Well, Jason, we appreciate you taking the time. And again, Kissed Alive they'll be performing Friday, June nineteenth. Saint Rock in Hermosa Beach, California. More information. Absolutely. And
4: guys, I'll tell you, I just uh, while I'm I've been on this interview with you. I just received word, breaking news, that uh, pending confirmation, on July seventeenth, we'll be performing a free show at Camp Pendleton for the United States Air
0: Nice. Oh, that'll be great for that's... the Marine Corps. That'll be well, uh, fantastic. I'll
4: give you guys more detail on that as it gets closer. <laughs> but uh, it looks like that just happened.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! Because cool. uh, <laughs> talk talk about guys who are ready to rock and roll all night and party every day, right there. I so think that's... my bu- my
3: buddy yeah. saw you at Free Comic yeah. Book Day in San Diego recently.
0: Oh, did you hear what Will said? He What's he, that?
3: he said? Uh, you guys did Free Comic Book Day down in like San Diego.
4: Yeah, we did it at uh, uh, superheroes in training. Yeah,
3: uh, my buddy uh, lives down there, and he went and saw you guys.
4: Oh yeah, we have a lot of fun. We do shows for uh, Mike A lot, you know. They have uh, they've gone to an online store uh, mostly these days. But everybody can find them if they just Google superheroes. And yeah, we uh, it was uh, that was awesome. The last time we did it, team did a call it on the phone. Oh nice. Oh,
0: that's great. <laughs> we on the phone. Well, see, that's another instance of the uh, crossover between Kiss and comic books. Uh, so, Jason, thanks again. And uh, Friday, June nineteenth, Saint Rock, Hermosa Beach. KissedAlive.com dot com and the album Rock and Roll All Night, a tribute to Kiss, Versailles Records. Uh, Jason, we will uh, at least some of us here from the the podcast will definitely be there on June nineteenth, and uh, we uh, really look forward to seeing the show. Thanks for uh, talking to us about it.
4: Bring it on! All right, I'll see you guys later. Thanks a lot.
0: All right, thanks, thanks a lot. Jason. And that was Jason from Kissed Alive, and uh, you know, I it's always interesting. You know, this is now that's the the second member of a Kiss tribute band we've had on the show. Yeah. Uh, we've had a, a, a star child on before. We should have him do so a duel. We've had, we've had sort of a gene on the show, but not a gene tribute musician performer. So we're going to need an ace is basically what it comes down to. Okay. So who's willing to be our ace? Tweet us at Blackcast. And uh, Captain EO and uh, Coltrane, we appreciate uh, you guys. Uh, Kevin Scott would probably want to be ace, but yes. I don't know if he has the... If he has the pipes. Oh, but uh, we appreciate you sticking around, and uh, I I wish that had been a better phone connection, but I think that had that had everything to do with his cell phone and nothing to do with our equipment
1: here in the building. Yeah, I don't know that there was much more that we could do for that one. Yeah, but uh, I
0: think we I think we got it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we heard him more than not, and when his phone cut out in a keyword like part of a plug, I I said what the yeah. word was, and uh, now look, I don't know. Have you ever have either of you guys in there been to Saint Rock and Hermosa Beach? It's a really small room, because our friend Liev literally lived down the street from it. I thought you may have been there, is
2: why I'm asking. I was
1: going to say, if I have, I don't remember it. So yeah. that means you probably went with Liev.
2: You just <laughs> don't remember, yeah. It's very possible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't believe that I, uh, that I went to that one.
1: Well- I actually had my first ever blackout with Liev uh, the other weekend. We went to this uh, country music event. Because you know how much I love country music. Yeah,
0: well, go country. By go the way. country. Go country.
1: And uh, I didn't eat anything at all. And the first time ever in my life, I blacked out. I I actually we woke up in the hotel room and was like, "How did we get here?" I was Whoa. so <laughs> were you in Palm confused. Springs by a casino. No, we were, oh. we were in we were in Long Beach, and I was I swear to God by I, a casino. I, I,
0: possible yeah okay that, that there's a consist. there's a through line in all we blackout drunk stories i've
1: never i've never lost time like that and i was just like to the point where like i looked at the clock and it said five thirty, and i was like wait it's five thirty at night time to go out
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait uh yeah now well anyway st rock is a is a fun place and look this will be a uh, fun show and uh The guys in Kissed Alive, kind enough to put us on the list. You guys can consider if you want to schlep out to Hermosa, but uh, I'm going to be there. Look, I'm excited for the Kiss tribute, Ben, but I'm not lying when I say I really want to see Paradise Kitty, the the all-female version of Guns N' Roses. I got to see it. I got to see what that's all about. I got to see that Paradise Kitty. And if the female slash is less attractive than the real slash, that they will be doing something wrong.
4: Slash is not a handsome
0: man, is what I'm driving at. But God, he has that hat. How would you know?
1: It's
0: true. But the hat, it's a good looking hat. I've seen him in person. Have you?
1: Yeah, I did a radio tour with him when he released that album with like Miles, whatever his name is. Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. And they kept trying to get me to take a picture with him, and I was like, no, I'm good. (laughs) Like, come on, take a picture with Slash. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Nah. We're good. Liev would
0: have. He would have Instagrammed it and Facebooked it, and Mm -hmm. you're just like, Nah.
1: That's the difference between yeah, Liev and I,
0: I like, mm-hmm. actually, there are a lot of differences between you and Liev. that's yeah. just, that's just one of them, but uh the amount and,
1: of testicles we have is not the least Whoa! <laughs>
2: <Ooh. laughs> wait
0: actually, for Leev, let me do the appropriate bell ring that's it. <laughs> just, just the one. So uh, anyway, so that'll be fun, and uh, we will uh, give an update on that. Now, Captain EO, uh, on a recent black cast, Agent Starling and I talked about Daredevil, which you hadn't watched yet.
1: Yes, now I have. Now you
0: have. So it's give us
1: you know give us your
0: overarching sort of just summary of it you know don't go into too many particulars because okay. people will have you know they'll have not watched it and then one weekend they'll suddenly have watched the whole thing is usually the way it works but uh like give it, it worked with me yeah exactly give us your thoughts on daredevil
1: i liked it a lot i thought yeah. it was really well done um i did my problem with vincent d'onofrio is that he sounded too much like edgar from men in black when he was oh, doing the- I didn't oh, even yeah. think of that. Yeah, and yeah, That yeah. just threw me off, because sure. that's all I could think of that's all I, the time. It was like, oh, more, more sugar. <laughs> more. Like,
0: that's more. all I could think of. But uh, I thought it was great. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't even know that actor who plays Daredevil, but I think- I'd never heard of him. Will, he was on Boardwalk Empire for a while. Boardwalk Empire, mm-hmm. yeah, because I knew it's Will in the movies. movie Stardust. I have not seen that movie Startups.
3: That's how Nicole knew him.
0: And uh I guess uh Karen was on uh True blood. the bl- yeah. True blood. The- I was like The Blood Show, the kids with the vampires and whatever. Yeah, it
1: took me forever to remember where I knew her
0: from uh and I, I-, I love me some Foggy. Foggy mm-hmm. Nelson, always yeah. a great
1: character. My ducks. And uh yeah, exactly. Yep. From
0: the Ducks. So uh I-, I don't know, I think they did a great job and it's uh, I know you can tell me that I didn't watch The Flash, but it's the best superhero series that I can remember. You know, it was so well done, and the fact that it was on Netflix is probably why it was so good. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, I think I talked about this the last time we brought it up. I remember watching it. I'm like, Oh, who's the, who's that girl who looks like an older Rosario Dawson? Oh yeah. Oh, is Rosario Dawson? But mm-hmm. she was good too, and she'll uh-huh. be in season two. Yeah. And they're gonna get to season two before they even get to uh, one. Uh, I think either Luke Cage or Iron Fist. Iron Fist. <laughs> so the Defenders is still a little ways off, but uh, great more Daredevil. There was a I-
3: casting leak. Or a character it's going to be in season two of if you Daredevil. No, if you want um, to. Yes.
0: I'm okay with wanting to know. Is it Electra? It is Electra. Yeah, I mean, because uh. they, <laughs> they reference her in the first season. They're like, whatever happened to that Greek girl? Ah, shut up, Foggy. You know, basically, hmm. you know, for people who pay attention. There's actually a lot of that stuff. There's a great link that if I can find it again, I'll. As I'll in, post he hooked it. up
3: with her or something? It was his girlfriend Matt. in college. Oh, yeah, Matt and,
0: yeah. and Electra. Yeah. Uh there's a great link of all the the Easter eggs throughout Daredevil referencing yeah. other characters and like who, you know, they'll probably be or, you know, the reference. Like the the stilt man costume is in the place where he has his Daredevil suit made. Just stuff that may or may not ever even happen on the show, so it's kinda cool to uh see that. I don't know, I thought it was great. And uh, you know, Netflix has uh stepped their game up mm. and uh it's good. I say everybody should watch it, but if you're listening to this podcast, you already knew that you should watch it, and you probably have watched it. Coltrane, yes. notwithstanding, you have not watched
2: Daredevil. Correct. Do you but think you, you ever Netflix, would right? watch it? You don't have Netflix. I do not have Netflix. Um, I, Daredevil was never really a character that I cared that much Understood. about. Understood. Sure. I could, hey. I mean, know? listen. He's they, nobody's favorite. If there were uh, some Gypsy Sisters that showed up in there, then I would definitely watch it, but mm. since they're not- If, then... if
0: Daredevil got his hair cut at LA Hair- yeah. You you would if def- Tamar
2: Braxton showed up on the show, <laughs> I would yeah. definitely. That,
0: well, check talk it. about that new show that you found, the Braxton show.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I mean, like it's it's four seasons well, in right now. No, for but, you, hey, it's new for but, you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, so when I was back in Boston, I spent some time watching the Braxton Family Values. Hmm. Um, Tamar Braxton is amazing because she is such a disaster. She's a complete train wreck, and she's what one might call delusional. Uh she believes that she is a huge star and would have always been a huge star uh even without the fact even without Tony Braxton and doesn't contribute any of her success to Tony Braxton which is funny cuz you know Tony Braxton being the one who's actually successful. Yeah. and who isn't an actual train wreck. Correct. But you know, no big deal. So it's uh so she's uh she's she <laughs> she's funny. She um was talking about uh the jugular at one point and uh she was convinced that the jugular was uh, a man's nuts and she just couldn't <laughs> wait it's not she just couldn't no, it is well don't worry she couldn't like grasp the concept and she's at dinner with uh it's her and tony and uh they're just sitting at dinner and she's they're talking about it and tony's like that's that's the neck and she's like no no i that's that's a man's nuts and like they asked the waitress and the waitress is like no it's it's the neck and tamara's like no no i don't think so and it's just funny because like that's the kind of person she is that where she's just like hmm really no no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> mm, no. Shit, and, I don't know. So that show is fantastic. So, and what's it called? It. The, uh, uh, Braxton Family Braxton Values. Braxton Family Values. And on Netflix? Netflix? where do people uh, no, find it? one, uh, Lifetime, maybe. Okay. Hmm. One of, yeah, one of those, like Lifetime, Oxygen, one of those. I don't know which one, but. Vagina Network. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's hysterically funny.
0: It should be on OWN, the Oprah Winfrey Network. Yeah,
2: it would work or there too. Or Wii
0: TV, we would work there as well. Yeah, so it, it work. just works for you wherever it is,
2: right? So that that's a uh, high quality entertainment,
0: exactly. Well, that's that gives that's the uh, Coltrane seal of approval. We'll, right. we'll in our uh, final moment here, we'll uh, any see if there's anything else that people are excited. Uh, we're all looking forward to Jurassic World, and we're gonna see if we can get together and see it together. Uh, I'm excited for uh, for Paradise Kitty. And uh, I wish that sounded dirtier, but it, it it's like it's not quite dirty enough for me. But uh, Agent Starling, what, mm-hmm. uh, what are well, you Well, I mean, think for-
2: about that verse for a second. Take me down to the Paradise Kitty where the grass is... G-. I'm just saying, no, you, hey, can,
0: you can turn it into something. You, Come I, on. You just did. Uh, what are you most excited for coming... You know, we kind of done this a, a couple times here. As you think about, like, what's coming out, is Jurassic World what you're most excited about? Or is there something else like, oh, this is going to be it. And it doesn't even have to be a movie. Um... Hannibal, I'm most excited about. More excited for Hannibal, which has already returned, but we don't have time to talk about it Hannibal.
3: Today. Yeah, Hannibal, I'm very excited for. Um, I think I don't know. Like I, I'm going to see Jurassic World. Okay, I'm going to see Ant Man. I'm sure, but yeah, I'm yeah, not, I'm not like super nuts about anything else. Mad Max was Ma- the, kind of the last. That was the last one you were really I know, excited, was really for. amped up about. Yeah. yeah,
0: and you were disappointed in Pitch Perfect too, weren't you?
3: I was. Yeah, was right, we'll just leave
0: it at that. Yeah. Uh, Captain EO, what are you looking forward to? Jurassic
1: World. Mama Mama, EO coming to visit? Uh, n- the thing I'm most looking forward to coming out is a uh, certain coming. something tomorrow night when I have a company. D's Nuts
0: coming Deez out. D's Nuts. nuts. <laughs> uh, and uh, Coltrane, you gave us Braxton Family Values. And uh, the Gypsy
2: Sisters. Gypsy are back. Sisters. I've, I've been, been watching a, a weird
1: show on Netflix called The Almighty Johnsons, which Whoa. is it's a, it's a New Zealand show. So they all have New Zealand accents. Yeah, and it's about uh, all these New Zealand people who are actually the Norse gods. That's amazing. What? It's actually fascinating. What I'm not it's, it, what's it the, on? The Almighty it's Johnsons. It's on the it's it's reality three seasons. Show? No, it's like a show show, like a scripted show. Huh. And there's three seasons. I'm in the second season.
0: Wait, okay, so it's on
1: Netflix, but it wasn't produced for Netflix. No. It's okay. It's like a show that was probably on in New Zealand and right. now is
0: on Netflix. That's amazing. all right. Well, I I'm fascinated by that. I, I had never heard of that
1: till now. That is you a hear captain a lot of New Zealand accents being like cook. Cook. <laughs> yeah. They, they call each other cock a lot. Yeah. There
2: once was a man from New Zealand who got a particular – I'm just
0: kidding. I ah, was just kidding. Well, so there you go. And let us know what you're excited about, black cats listeners like Are you excited for Blackcast 125 posted very soon at Blackcast.com? Yes, of course you are. And we will see you all next time on the Blackcast.